I didn't tweet. Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we will be going over the fourth episode of season four of Sequester. We've got episode titled Olive Branch. We've got a ball and chain twist that we got warned about a few days prior. So I made sure to tweet Roxy and let her know this is how the twist was going to work. Uh, so we had that go down tonight. And then we saw two people eliminated heading to jury. Uh, I know Drew is upset about this, about who headed to jury. We'll get into that in a little bit. But to start off the show, my name is Barrett. Here with me, as always, is the lovely Roxy Hobman and the truth himself, Daniel Icon Brown. Uh, and joining us all the way uh, from Sequester Season 3 alumni. Uh, for the second week in a row, we have someone from Season 3. It's Drew Harris. Drew, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I've been better, obviously, watching Sequester episodes, but uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate all you guys, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Of course. You you said before the episode started uh, that you're a little bit disappointed with the two people that ended up going tonight. Uh, why is that? So in our season, we did a draft, and uh, my number one pick was Rachel, and I was absolutely devastated to see her go. And then my other pick was Shireen. And so in one fell swoop, my entire pretty much draft just went to shit. So it's uh, a <laughs> devastating night. Great episode, uh, but devastating. It, it was rough for a lot of people. I think it's each episode gets more and more rough uh, for the people who get dragged into these battle matches because we have yet to see someone get dragged and then come out victorious right. in a battle match, which is just like... I mean, we the tide's got to turn at some point, I, I feel like. But I mean, the if we're talking about the tide turning, the tide will not turn for Spencer, it looks like, for any round in the near future, because he's just going to keep <laughs> he's going to keep getting voted out every chance that they, you know, allow it. Uh, maybe not now anymore. Now that he's proved himself worthy in two straight battle matches, maybe they'll have a week of easiness. Who knows? We're going to have someone join uh, the entire cast as of January 3rd, once we see the new episode, someone's going to join uh, all the way from jury. So we, we've got a lot of things to look forward to. We're going to have a little bit of a break. Uh, but right now, I guess we're going to we're just going to recap this entire episode from start to finish. But really to start, I want to know, Drew, uh, aside from the two people that went out in this episode, who were fond of enough to draft uh, who are you rooting for in this season from the remaining players? Uh, who are you not rooting for is also an important question. Just how are you feeling about this cast in general? Well, I can tell you this. Uh, and let me preface it by saying, uh, I, you know, being on the show myself and outside looking in, anything that I say is strictly on the gameplay. I'm sure these are all wonderful people and we would get along thick as thieves. So uh, first and foremost, Spencer sucks. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so <laughs> over Spencer. I'm so over Spencer. Uh, um, uh, Spencer is canceled after this episode. I was kind of okay with him, but like after this, it's over. I mean, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be Billy Badass, right? You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be this beast, this comp beast that everybody should be afraid of. You know what I mean? Like, go out and make a name for yourself and take out the best. Like, you know, pick it, you know, this path of, you know, least resistance that he's continuing to do. Oh, so unsure of himself. I mean, the kid doesn't know how to talk shit. I mean, like, it's just, it's so cringe whenever he tries to say something meaningful and impactful. Like, you're going to, and it's the same hand gesture. You're going to be on the bottom, and that means if I go home, that means one of you guys will be on the bottom. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell us something we don't know. You know what I mean? And then, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you know, to kind of fast forward a bit, but just, like, during that whole battle match thing, I mean, the kid doesn't know his hand from his ass. He can't make up his mind. 
And it's just, I mean, I'll wait till we get there till I say my piece on that. I'm pretty fired up about it. But, I mean, it's just extremely disappointed in Spencer. You know what I mean? I, I like the idea that you're supposed to be, uh, you know, intimidating or, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel like that, you know, that seat you know from the challenge you know <gasps> style is it's very captivating it can be a really great you know role on on the show and he's just completely screwing it up i love ct he's yeah. my favorite yeah if you, wanted, if you wanted a reference to hit roxy's heart that was the best reference you could have made <laughs> daniel so uh, you, daniel you seem to agree with drew how do you feel about spencer um well see the thing is is like i was kind of rooting for him because it he was like his back was up against the wall, but then I mean, I didn't agree with the battle match choice last week when he picked Muna, and I was like, Jacob's right there, like he's the one who did you dirty. Why didn't you go that? But I could see kind of the argument for Muna, but this one, I'm just like, you clearly are just the least intimidated by Shireen, so you're not making a move when you're telling everyone else to make a move. And Shireen was definitely one of the people, like when she stood up there and she was like, Listen. I'm actually, I voted you last two rounds because I wasn't a pussy unlike everyone else. And she was just like spitting the facts out to him. And well, then wearing the wop earrings, yes. Oh, the outfit, Shireen. Yeah, Shireen I mean, great. everything. No the doubt. earrings and then the little like flowy Roxy, what's it called? Huh? Wait, what? <laughs> she had on like the. It was like not a jacket, but it like flowed off of her, and it was like half. It was like a flowy jacket. Too. Flowy jacket. Yeah. yeah, flowy jacket thing. I lived for that too. She was just serving bad bitch energy, and then just goes home, and I was so pissed about that. Like Shireen, ugh, I just loved her so much, and I've loved her in all her Survivor seasons, and she's just yet to disappoint me. And it's not even looking like she's coming back, uh, based on like what we saw at the little end there. So I'm just so upset about that. But um. Yeah, I'm not too happy with the outcome of this episode. Obviously, we'll cover Spencer in depth because it felt like for 20 minutes straight, we were just watching Spencer try to decide who he wanted to drag with him. Uh, so we'll definitely get to that. And we're obviously going to get to what we saw at the end of the episode, which was the beginning of that battle match battle back competition that we may have seen the end of. But I'm starting to think that maybe we didn't see the end of it based on uh, how much they wanted to show. Uh and just based on uh, Jay West's tweet that he sent out, that was very like, I know you're trying to trick me, Jay West. Uh, but anyway. Never uh, trust Jay West. That, that much is true. Just kidding. I love Jay West. Jay West, if you're watching. Oh, I love him too. But yeah. <laughs> but you can't I trust want him. To, He's a I, wild card. Well, he is. But I, I want him to, to come back, though, because I feel like we didn't get to see him. You, at you all. were correct. No, I know. We were robbed of that. Uh, by the way, Roxy, I love your shirt. Wu-Tang. Thank you. I love them. I like ODB. Um, well, I like them all, but I love me some <laughs> ODB. <laughs> we will get. We should just go ahead and jump into the episode from start to finish because there, as far as the twist goes, we didn't really get to see too much action, so I don't think we'll get bogged down in that. It's really just going to be uh, the vote reveal. Uh, and then the dragging that we're probably going to talk about the most. But before we get into it, I should mention that we do have the chat open. We are live. So if you have any questions, any comments, I will be throwing them up here during the podcast. Or if you have anything specific you want to ask us, don't be afraid to do it. Or if you just want to make conversation with the other people in chat, that's also encouraged. Uh, other than that, we'll get into it. Because coming off the last episode, obviously we had Muna leave. Spencer defeated her in the battle match. Um and 
we watched this vote reveal again and you know spencer is upset with jacob at voting for him uh but he just knows deep down that he needs jacob this is a relationship that we got to see a lot of this episode considering they were tethered together and voted out together and got to decide who they wanted to reveal who they wanted to kind of drag with them into a battle match um he knows he's stuck with them because he knows he's on the bottom because he's going to be on the bottom for the entire season, it looks like, and he's just going to continue to ride this train of loneliness that no one wants to hop on with him. Or I guess a couple of people might have been willing, but he kind of just drug one of those people into a battle right. match with him at the end of the episode. Uh, also a thing we'll definitely get to because I did not... I agree with Jacob that it was a horrible move. Um, he's still in the game, though, so we're going to have to deal with him. Uh However, you know, Shireen doesn't seem to be against uh, the idea of bringing Muna into that battle match. So we just got to see a little bit more of the thoughts, you know, how people felt about it. And because uh, Brendan kind of had the opposite feeling of just like, I don't know why he picked Muna uh, and not Jacob, who just openly said, you know, I, I voted for you as opposed to Muna, who you already knew was not going to vote your way ever in this game, was always going to be your mortal enemy. Uh, Drew, how do you feel about that pick? you know, dragging Muna into a battle match last week? I mean, coming off of it, that's not really where my disdain or disappointment in Spitzer came in. It really came into this episode. But based off the last one, I mean, I was pretty middle ground with them. Uh, you know, of course, I like to see the best compete against the best. And, you know, he didn't know it was going to be a memory challenge. None of the contestants know what the, the challenge is going to be. Perhaps it was maybe a front to try to intimidate people not to go in. But all I was hearing about was how he's a big physical badass. And if that was the case, I don't understand why, you know what I'm saying, Muna would be the pick. I think Jacob, you know, did betray you. Uh, but I will say, I mean, before thought to be able to know that he, regardless, even if Jacob did work with him, I mean, uh, voted for him, that he could work with Jacob in the future where he knew the Muna thing was a non-starter. I mean, she did it in pretty, you know, three times in a row. Um, but what I, what, what I really would have liked to have seen, because – now, uh, in this season compared to other seasons, the contestants get to, when they get called out, have a rebuttal and be able to sway and mm -hmm. switch the vote for the person to do it. In that case, I felt like that, you know, Muna should have been able to identify and find Spencer's key, uh, you know, or his trigger and played on his pride more, right? Instead of trying to say, like, you know, I'm this big, tough, strong woman, which she is, I have no doubt, I'm not disputing that, but I just don't know if that was the card to play there. Instead, if she was like, why would you pick me, you know what I mean? It, what am I going to do or something like that? I think it's weak sauce that you would pick a girl. Jacob's right there. He's the one that's one, two, you know, I just think it should have been more of him trying to prove himself, which Spencer's clearly trying to do. And if, you know, she was able to maybe, you know, massage him a little bit more and play mind games with him and then get him to pick Jacob instead of, you know, trying to be, you know, stubborn or tough in a way that it maybe could have gone a little differently. I mean, I'm not upset with that one. That was a tricky one. You know, it is what it is. That's kind of my take. Yeah, I we were kind of all in agreement last week along mm -hmm. with Dustin when we kind of said Muna was never going to work with him. She was actively working against him in a lot of ways. Uh, and that so picking her, it was not a bad move. Could he have picked Jacob and a bit a decent one? Maybe. But Jacob was also still willing to work with Spencer. Right. Uh, That's key. So I think that would have still bit him uh, if he picked Jacob and came back in and Muna was there. It, 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 I, I think it was a fine move. I don't really agree with Brendan calling it a stupid move, but I thought it was I thought it was just an interesting tidbit that we didn't get built upon in the last episode. Um, but moving on to Luxury Row, we have still one advantage remaining in Luxury Row, 
Um, and since Natalie didn't pick it successfully last week, um, Spencer gets to go pick an envelope and he also picks an empty one. We still got one advantage left in luxury row before they're all refilled. And we have two advantages left in there and we can actually get more on luxury row tonight. We didn't just get an empty episode with no talks about luxury row. After we see it, we finally get yeah. to see Josh and Natalie have that conversation. We're yeah. just like, it exists. We know it exists. We're going to talk about it existing. And Josh lies about even having his advantage, which is fine. Uh, but he basically just, he kind of says what we said last week, which is, you know, even if we say that we don't have it, people are going to assume that we have it. So we just kind of have to lay low as long as we can about it, which is the smart move, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I, I, de I definitely think so. I, by the way, I am, I'm super impressed with Natalie uh, over these past two episodes. She was kind of in her shell. And then when Billy kind of pulled her into the corner and was like, you know, you need to step up and play this game. You know, Nat a, a new Natalie came out. And when she came back into the game after that W and she got that win, I could feel the passion. I mean, I feel like that that's what everybody was looking for. And, and in this episode, she's trying to make moves. She's saying she feels powerful. She's throwing out names. She's trying to get a strategy going. Uh, it, she reminds me a lot of, uh, uh, of uh, Christine from from uh, season three. Uh, kind of, you know, maybe people think just, you know, because she's got pretty eyes or whatever like that, that she doesn't have much to bring to the table. But she's a gamer, and, and I can see her heating up now and uh, getting comfortable behind the camera and the confessionals and, it, it's really good to watch. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because Natalie tonight seemed like she was on like some adrenaline high. Some like she was into the game or she was just like, I feel like I actually can say something now. And so she was just throwing out, you know, how about we get out Brendan? You know, Brendan sucks. Why do we just get him? Yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah. I got the W. She's got a skull on her mantle. She's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And she was brutally honest about wanting Brendan out throughout the episode and that was just kind of what benefited her in the end uh you know when she was just like i didn't i mean like i wanted brendan out nobody wanted to do it i wanted to do it i kept wanting to do it but nobody wanted to vote with me and i'm pissed about it so yeah i voted with the majority but i'm not happy about it and that, that point kind of helped sell herself at the, mm -hmm. the end of the episode so yeah i am definitely enjoying natalie more which we knew we were going to see a lot more natalie uh, cause I, I see, you know, we see the lack of someone in the first episode and we're like, they're going to show up at some point. Right. And now we finally are seeing Natalie show up in full force. And I was enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, especially when Brendan eventually came up to her and was like, I hear people are saying, you're saying my name. And she was just like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of am, you know what I mean? Then him to throw it back. Which I feel like you guys uh, talked about last episode discussing if you are possibly up or your name is thrown out um the strategy of letting that person know that you're going to drag them or that's who you're going to be you know putting into the battle match and that was definitely brendan's mm -hmm. play play in this one. Oh, yeah mm -hmm. absolutely he was he was pulling out his spencer isms to a, a full t his spencer isms and then like his brent isms in a way where it's just like okay vote me out but just know you're you're coming with me uh if you do it i know but yeah i know I, so i hate to do it i kind of agree and disagree like really if Brendan ends up getting voting out. Is he going to call out Natalie, who was like actively the one pushing it, or like one of his allies that maybe flipped and uh, caused him to go home? Because I mean, me personally, like if I'm uh, like if I tell someone that, like that's kind of just like a scare tactic. But would he actually in the moment? Like you can't really know. So I think Natalie should have stuck with her guns if she didn't want to. If she didn't want Jacob to go home, okay. Well, I mean, Brendan knows now. Hopefully, by the end of the round, he'll be more burned by other people. 
That's kind of like how I yeah. would play that. So I, I really well, like a revolution. Yeah. And, oh, sorry, Roxy, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> You're smarter than I am. You go ahead. Oh, that's not true. I, uh, I, was I know say, it's um, not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'll take You're getting it. dragged. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like her uh, evolution, and, and I really like Billy's too. Billy is, you know, uh, coming out. I mean, off episode two. I mean, she is a killer. Uh, she's a shark. And uh, her passion coming mm-hmm. into the game, too. I love passion. You know what I mean? I love the passion. Um, oh, uh, one thing I was going to say uh, when we were talking about Brendan. Um, he is really, uh, really sharp in the fact that, uh, and outside of, I think, maybe one time when they were doing uh, the rounds where uh, you had to pick the names and the people had to pick the person, and it was Rachel, and they had that. That's about the only thing time that I've seen him when he is uh, going back and forth to somebody that's actually um, told him what you know he's thinking. He's, he does a really good job. Like Spencer was like, oh, no, I, I want to do this person. Uh, and now he's saying your name. And I mean, he doesn't say a word. Brendan has a, a really good uh, uh, strategy in the fact that he, I mean, he's got that, what was it, the, uh, the Cody Big Brother vibe. I don't know if that's the right cat curly hair, dude. Yeah. He does the well, same thing, you know, that's like your boy, he's bro, he's a dude, dude, you know, and like, you definitely get caught up in that. And then he walks away from me, you're like, well, wait a second, Brendan hasn't told me shit, you know what I mean? Like, how'd that happen? Tyler, I think. <laughs> yeah, but the the thing is, though, is nobody has said his name until tonight, Natalie, right? And I'm super pumped about that. But now that his name has been said so publicly, it is going to be so much easier for other people to say his name. And this is going to be a problem for Brendan. So I'm interested to see how he's going to navigate that when his name starts getting thrown around by other people. Cause it's going to happen. He didn't, he did No, he didn't do well, man. You know, his back was in the corner. Like I remember like when they were like lined up in the line, like, and Natalie was coming after him. She was calm, cool and collected. He was like kind of flustered was like, what? That's bullshit. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? It's no, like, no, fucking, fucking stupid. Are you fucking stupid? I was like, yeah, bro, like, comment. Say something. <laughs> like, why Natalie? Should, I mean, or why somebody else should go? Not just be like, well, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I was expecting a little bit more from on that side, but I know what it's like. You know what I mean? Like, once you know, you get the heat on you. It, it, it's question of pressure cooker. I mean, it's definitely no joke. That's yeah. for sure. And you definitely proved that it was no joke last season, that it is a pressure cooker. I'll, I'll say that much. You definitely <laughs> provided the entertainment for many weeks on this show. Uh, but I, I, I do like this comparison between Brendan and Tyler Crispin. And that was actually something that Taryn and Brendan talked about uh, in their preseason interview was this comparison because Brent Taryn was giving, getting the vibes too that Brendan was very much this, just, I'm going to be bro. I'm going to walk in. I'm, you're going to like me. You're going to tell me what you want. You're going to think we're good. And then I'm just going to be gone and <laughs> you're going to be okay with it. Uh, but yeah. But sequester is a different beast where it's just like, now you said his name once the floodgates can just open and you're gone in the next round. And I, I think I could see that potential with Brendan, but with Spencer in the game, I think they're similar in just like a physical sense that as long as Spencer's in this game, they're going to not, I think he's they're going to be, yeah, I think he's fine. And Shireen right. said that much anyway, in last episode where she was like, I'm going to vote out Spencer, but just think because I'm voting out Spencer that I'm just not going, uh, that I'm going after all the athletic guys like yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Uh, and Brendan was like, I feel like that's what you're doing, though. Uh, 
And Marina's exactly. sharp. She's super smart. She's so impressive. Her uh, way to be able to read the game and, you know, like, I mean, like just her power in this game, uh, you know, when she came in and, and Brett made the, the reference, she's like, you know, Serene's in there holding court and, you know, everybody was huddled around her and wanted to know where she was going because she is genuine and she's strategic and she's smart and is able to think, you know, so many steps ahead um but she got she got caught up tonight for damn sure on the uh the throne vote thing which is unfortunate but we'll get into all that we got let's talk about this twist a little bit more we've got ball and chain and obviously um thank you audrey uh, and the entire sequester production team for tweeting this out days before so i had you know a lot of mental time to be like, okay, this is what's going to happen in this episode even though i feel like it's pretty straightforward i just mm-hmm. me and Roxy were talking about this uh, before the episode it's just like being in that house and trying to organize all of that had to oh be God. a bitch like that had to be horrible yeah. to be like right. okay, this person's tethered to them this person's tethered to them so they go they go they like i would have hated doing all of that uh but essentially in this episode we have and i'm just gonna i pulled up the the part of the episode where they paused on it essentially we've got billy with spencer spencer tethered to jacob jacob tethered to natalie natalie tethered to josh josh tethered to Brendan, Brendan tethered to Rachel, Rachel tethered to Marcelo, Marcelo tethered to Shireen, Shireen tethered to Brent, and then Brendan tethered to Billy. Got it? Cool. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially this twist is just for the people who still don't know or didn't watch the episode or just kind of want a reminder. Essentially, you're tethered to one person randomly in the game. And if that person gets voted out, that means you also get voted out. And then you collectively get to choose three people to reveal their votes. And then you each get to drag a person into a battle match with you. And two people will end up going home. And if, if, if we know anything about this season, it means that if you're getting dragged, you're definitely leaving. Uh, so <laughs> Seems that way. This episode didn't spend too much time on the twist itself. We right. got a lot of just, you know, Shireen being pissed that she has Brent. Uh, and essentially, that's how this twist works. You want the people that you like to cause chaos. You want people to draw the people that they hate. And that was in full force tonight. Uh and Shireen was kind of the first instigator of all these strategy talks. So she just kind of announced, I'm going to the dining room. Uh, and then was just followed by, uh, let's see, it was Jacob, Rachel, Billy, Brendan, and Josh. Spencer is super happy. Um, Cause he, you know, he felt good with Jacob as his tether. Yeah. I, I don't Billy, know why. Billy is super upset that she has Spencer. Oh my God. Oh, I mean, she is cool. really upset. So Billy's having yeah. the worst day of her life. Yeah. Like, Billy is on a, she's on a bad one right Right now, Boone's gone home. She's got Spencer. Mm-hmm. Like both Billy and Rachel hate Spencer so much. I mean, Rachel hates Spencer with her entire body. She said she in, in all of her body. She said and yeah. that made me laugh. Like I've scathing, never heard it. scathing confession. Yeah. I mean, she, like oh he God. is a terrible person. I love so this. So, like I was like, Ooh. <laughs> she was so upset, and Billy. <laughs> Like she couldn't even have a conversation. Yeah. Like she was so mad. Like no. you know how like people talk about like even if you don't say words, like you say it with your face. I'm terrible about it. But I mean, like she was so yeah, pissed. Like oh well, my God. the thing <laughs> is, she didn't emotional have. Over it. Oh yeah, thing, she didn't have like all the information. Like Billy is like the ideal friend to have because she just saw Muna's reaction and she knew that she was good with Muna. And if you made Muna feel that way, we have a problem. 
because she didn't know any of the altercations that were problematic between them. Uh, so like the fact that she was that riled up just by seeing Muna's reaction and then you're the person who took her out, like, Billy, can we be friends? Like, I need your support in my life. <laughs> yeah, Billy's real deal Holyfield. She's real deal mm -hmm. Holyfield for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. I think the main note that I put for Billy in this moment where she's describing how much she hates that she's being tethered to Spencer is that she said she feels like someone literally spit on her. <laughs> that, was, that was her main feeling. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't respect him. She doesn't want to save him. But now she essentially has no choice. Um which is ironic because she voted for herself at the end of the episode, but I digress. No, I said, wait, did Billy vote for herself? Which I like uh, No. Um, but maybe Billy just didn't know that there was a, a coronation, according to Spencer. <laughs> like, right. what is he talking about? Has he been watching Frozen? What is this? Why is he saying that? Uh, the, the, why, uh, why would you pick that as your buzzword, though, too? Like, that, that's, your, that's your word? I mean, you said, I mean, like I said, to me is just i just find so cringe i don't believe in what he's saying he doesn't scare me i mean i i i just i don't believe him i just don't believe him and his his, his shit fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like how the main thing that you've just pointed out now twice is that his shit talking sucks because uh, <laughs> i mean you're right he's like let's go let's go like that's all he says i'm I, had... I was laughing at at dondo in chat Oh, yes. Uh, my my roommate from college is in the chat and we had a there was a guy that was the like the star on our football team who's also named Drew Harris. So uh, he asked oh. if that, that was football legend Drew Harris with us. No, Dondo. He used to be my neighbor. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Brent is super stoked that he has, uh, you know, Billy as his tether because everyone loves Billy for now uh but <laughs> so brent's feeling good about it and that's when we kind of have natalie start to push for brendan like we talked about she feels powerful she's got all six stones she's ready to take over yeah. the world uh and rachel is starting to feel a little bit actually i never mind i had to know that rachel feels like kind of weird about billy uh but i don't remember if that was exactly true because i just put it by itself and i think it was just a thought that i didn't finish well i'm gonna push ahead this is why i shouldn't read my notes verbatim i need to like because <laughs> i can't even listen to myself half the time um but we have this room of josh shereen rachel and billy trying to figure out who to vote for and we have jacob going to talk to spencer uh and kind of what he said before Spencer even came back, he was just like, I want to make sure whoever comes back, I pull them in a room and I make sure that we're good. Uh, that was his first goal. Uh, and this kind of leads to some problems. He's good with Spencer in this sense, but it leads to a, an issue with Billy because Billy tries to come in and Jacob goes full Brent. And it's just like, can you um, leave? Uh, and meanwhile, he's talking about, you know, I, you know, Muna was kind of against him. Maybe Muna wasn't really like an ally I could trust. And that didn't sit well with Billy. Because she was like, I I saw how well you and Muna work together. And I feel like I'm an ally almost in the same sense. Is Are you going to do that to me at some point? Am I going to be like the next Muna that you just are like in reference to saying that, you know, you know, we weren't really ever working together uh, so that she kind of feels sketched out about that. And that's really what led into that clip that I showed briefly earlier. It wasn't exactly her complaining about Spencer. That was her uh, going into a room with Rachel and kind of complaining about it. But she pulls... Billy, all right, Billy pulls Rachel, Josh, Shereen, Brendan, and Brent into a room and just kind of 
keep saying, you know, Jacob is foul. You know, foul. Jacob is Jacob is foul. That, that's that's the buzzword. That was a little unfair. Like, I, he's like, not. Yeah, she was. She's wrapped up in motion right now, and I can definitely relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Once you get wound up, you know what I mean. It's kind of like everybody just needs to get out of your way. But she wasn't at that point in time. At that point in time, thinking objectively, and I mean, I, I don't. I'm, I'm very impressed with Jacob watching him. I mean, the our season, like they love Jacob. Everybody lo- and like watching him more and more. I mean, his confessionals, his social strategy. I mean, he's very self-aware. He's very. Oh, he's so smart. He's, he's, yeah, he's really sharp. He's really sharp, and I, I got the impression, like even with Billy, like she, she took it. She took it, uh, Barrett. I think you nailed it. She took it like it was like a rent thing. Like somebody slammed the door in her face, and all Jacob really was like, "Can I just have one moment with Spencer real quick?" Because he had to, you know, for his, his game tighten that up. And mm-hmm. the way he's able to think about it, I mean, he just lost. I mean, he just had a devastating uh, loss in Muna. I mean, like they yeah. had a bad, bad falling right. out. He's got to go, you know what I mean, into repair mode. And but Billy mm-hmm. was like. She was on it and she was manic and you know what I mean? She was going on one thing and she pulled everybody in the room and was like, he's dead, dead to me. And it, it, was, it was unfortunate because I'd like to see them work together. That, I mean, that's true. I loved though that, that Jacob, he had a plan regardless of who came back. He was like, okay, so if this happens, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. And if this happens, like you have to think like that. Mm-hmm. And also, I love Jacob's pants tonight. But anyway, whatever. Yes, I love his pants too. They were so cute, right? I loved them. He always dresses well. Isn't he like a um, something with fashion? Isn't he for his work? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he does, but his pants. Were I don't know. Nice. He's definitely got style, though. Give him that. Yeah, yeah, I like sure. it. Um, I I just I love Jacob. I do. He's you, I feel like you can respect Jacob a lot just for not only how he handles himself in the game, how he's handled himself in the two minis that he's won, but I think just the contrast and how he handled the elimination versus how Spencer was handling it in terms of getting a vote reveal, getting people to drag. He was just, he, he was the sane voice of reason and really exactly. like, voice of reason. Mm-hmm. and that's a good one. Because, I mean, he was essentially the one that was just saying, Spencer, I don't know if this is a good idea. Spencer, you might rethink this. You could come back. You need people to work with. I don't think you should be doing this. Meanwhile, Spencer's just like, never mind. I guess I don't really know what I'm doing. I wonder what would have happened if Spencer was by himself in this process. Like, what all would have gone down? Like, it would it would have just been like a simple, okay, Natalie, <laughs> and then we're done? Like, what would have happened? I don't know. Uh, but, I'm yeah. I'm at CJ. She thought doesn't wear pajama pants. <laughs> I mean, they were comfy looking. That's true. Um, also, I just want to touch on the fact that, again, this episode, Brent, he holds people's hands and arms every time that he talks to them. <laughs> and it that. makes I'm... me, I have anxiety when I see it because I don't like when people like are in my space where I'm just like, mm. And I feel like every time he's like, cause he, I mean, like he's just trying to like make a connection and, and like really talk to you, but it, it I get anxiety when he does it every single time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like almost like, you know, anything that Brent does is an extreme, you know what I mean? Uh, which <laughs> all, the, all the more power to him. But I, I have for people to say the comments about like, you know, the holding hands thing or, you know, touch. I, I feel like that that's a, a form of communication. I feel like that, like you said, Roxy, he's trying to build a connection. He's trying to be yeah. sincere and get people to buy into him and stuff like that. 
of course, just like anything, though, if you do it to shut up, dude, you suck. If you do anything, you know what I mean, like too much, you know what I mean, it takes away, you know, kind of its impact. Whereas now yeah. I, I'm already abrasive and I, yeah. Yeah. But yeah I, when people talk to me and they like, like my shoulders or like my hand, I like, like that. I think it's just like, it's know different. your audience. Yes. Yeah. You have to know your, know your audience. Yeah. And it, I mean, being socially aware, but I mean, friends are hurricane, you know, it's, but you know, like, like I said, I mean, I, I get it as a matter of, I mean, like I, I've done, I think it's just, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I'm kind of fitty fit. You know what I mean? I just think he does it a bit too much. Maybe, I think maybe for me, it probably depends on how well I know the person. Mm -hmm. Like if, if they've been in the house four days as of this episode, according to Shereen. Um, and so I feel like if I've only been around you for four days, I don't want to hold hands with you like, while we have a face-to-face -face conversation. I, I can't. I'm not doing it. I'll be like, no. Mm -mm. Well, yeah, somebody of, said Marcella did it too. That's also true. Uh, well, speaking of that moment, it kind of leads into that moment that it happened when he uh, held Josh's hand, wrist, hand. Uh, uh, he held Josh's arms uh, <laughs> uh, in this moment where Josh kind of like tells him, this is why I voted you out. And he, he doesn't really give good reasoning, but Brent's just like, it's okay. We're good for this round. You know, just, you know, we'll work together. I, I hear, and Josh is just keeps spewing this BS of just like, I knew you were good. I knew you were good. So that's why I voted for you, which is the most BS excuse anyone could ever give ever. I'm tired every time someone says it, it annoys me. Uh, but he gives them that excuse. They have that little moment. Um, and then we have Jacob telling Natalie that he's getting spent with people throwing boats, dot, dot, dot like Billy, um, which is kind of what we talked about last week, which I'm so glad they started bringing this up because we had, we talked for probably 15 straight minutes about are people going to be annoyed with Billy that she just randomly threw a vote on Marcelo in the last round? Yeah. Cause she's done this every single time, pretty much like when are people going to be fed up with it? And this twist had Jacob, you know, given a prime opportunity to be like, you know what? Maybe we should look at Billy just a little bit more. Maybe don't look at me. Uh, and Natalie. Well, then Brainiac Spencer's like, no, we don't need to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, which is a good, good thing that she was like kind of very vocal, don't pick me, because had it been revealed that she voted for herself, oh my God, that probably would have yeah. sealed her fate. That would have been bad. It would have been good. Yeah. She got lucky with Jacob there because Jacob, I guess, like after she said that, you know, which I mean, it's smart on her. I mean, she's, she, she, it's smart. It's definitely smart. Mm -hmm. She's, I mean, Hunter from our season played, you know, that move, you know, flawlessly. I mean, he didn't get a vote landed on him. And uh, she's got, I, I feel like a lot more integrity and backbone to her, you know, as far as what the other cast may see. And that playing really well. By the way, Marcelo definitely reminds me a lot of Hunter from our season too. Uh, his like confessionals and his scheming and like, well, I fake cry and stuff like that. Hunter was notorious for fake crying for playing on hard strings. Um, <laughs> so. Yep. That's true. I feel like Marcella's uh, um, confessionals, while they are, they do feel a little disingenuous. I feel like they feel, um, there's a little more authenticity than I feel like Hunter had like but there was a turning point in the game for hunter with me where i was like okay he's playing and i like him but at first i was like what Go stop going in there and trying to be fake to me i don't like that but i don't yeah i don't think there, 
there is a huge contrast between Marcelo uh, and his clips in the game versus Marcelo and his yeah. DRs. Like more, probably more than anyone, because in the game, it's just you tell Marcelo anything, he immediately just goes like, "Huh? What? We're playing a game?" <laughs> and right. exactly that, Drew. That's exactly what he's like. Yeah. And then what, his DRs, he's just like, "What? Am yeah. I okay?" <laughs> In his confessional, she's just, I don't give a shit about any of these people. It's just like, yeah, I mean, but that's. Right. I can care less. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just. It's a confessional gangster. Like so yeah. Uh, and we, we definitely get to see more of Marcella. Marcella didn't really have a big impact in this episode, nor has he really had a big impact in any of the episodes other than last <laughs> week when Billy wanted to vote for him and this week when Marcella wanted to vote for Billy. That was kind of the only times we really get to see Marcello. Um, but I'm glad that came back into play so quickly that vote from last round to this round, because had it, I mean, I wish you would have caught on more and Billy would have been the one to be voted out. That would have made that moment a little bit more interesting, but at the same time, uh, I'm glad we quickly got it. I, I'm glad we quickly got a turnaround of just Marcel being like, you remember when, uh, you voted for me? Yeah. I'm going to do that to you because, Ah, you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have done it. You should know that it's going to cost you at some point. So this but, is but that he moment. like acted like it was going to be this big thing, but it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, he's like, yeah. he was one of two. One of two. Get your yeah. credit card out. You're going to pay for this one. It, like it didn't was so like uneventful. <laughs> if Billy would have been voted out, or maybe and also why didn't Jacob? Are we like not going to talk about how Jacob like threw his vote too? So I'm like confused by that as well. Jacob voted for. Did he throw it? Keep Jacob voted for Spencer. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's a throw, but why though? I'm con- I was confused by that. I just I felt like a lot. It was like it didn't make sense. I thought they were going back and forth though, and they were talking. Uh, Jacob was it was between Brendan and Spencer. I want to say with I, yeah. I was wondering why he didn't Brendan. Well, but well Jacob know. was the main one throwing out Billy's name, and Billy was tethered to Spencer, so voting out Spencer yes. would get out Spencer and Billy. So that was his that's reason. Exactly. Yeah, that was the reason, and he even alluded to that. A little bit like he he had an issue with Billy and so he thought um, that he could throw a vote on Spencer because Spencer's name obviously was out there and so I don't think it was a throwaway vote. I mean the entire time when he would get Marcelo to vote with him because like he didn't vote with like numbers. I mean three votes was like the majority this time so I mean if Marcelo had voted with him he could have got his way. I just think there's maybe a lack of communication somewhere or something. I don't know. Maybe we can get more like info on that when like they talk about it. But I was just like really, really confused at the final vote count. It was very spread around. I mean, we had, let's see, one, two, three, four. We had five different people getting votes in this round. Um, Same thing with what's her name? Um, Natalie. Why didn't she just go vote Brendan? Because then it would have tied. I mean, that's why I think like stick to your guns because her caving and voting Jacob right sent her home or sent jacob home and it could have sent brendan home so it could have worked out that is a but, good point yeah because we have a two votes on brendan two votes on rachel two votes on billy three votes on jacob one vote on spencer it was so spread around and it's just i don't know it's the throwing of the votes that is probably making this communication even worse and i, I that is a really good point daniel that natalie could have just thrown the vote on brendan and would have been throwing her vote at that point it would have been doing what she wanted to do right. uh and it got exactly what she wanted. It's just, I don't know. That That's a weird thing that we don't really get to see. Because, <laughs> I mean, we we get to see an hour edited footage of everyone going about and talking to each other. But it's just like, <laughs> where is the communication really lying here? And who is like, I don't know, who's holding everyone up in this situation? Because we've had 
very communicative votes in the last three weeks, pretty much to the point where we kind of knew what was going on and everyone seemed to know what was going to happen. Uh, in, in terms of what we saw, there hasn't been any real blindsides, but it's like, this vote is so weird. Um, I mean, definitely in part due to the ball and chain, uh, largely due to the ball and chain, but at the same time, it's just, I don't know. This is a weird one. I don't have anything to say other than it's a weird one. (laughs) I think, I I think you're right. I think it, it probably had to do, you know, kind of more with the twist and, one thing that I will say about the, this season, uh, you know, compared to ours too, uh, I am uh, like a fan of, you know, kind of like the the real world, like, you know, 20 house guests, not knowing, but like, I will say this season now, uh, with the smaller cast and some of the pre-existing relationships, I know you touched on the beginning of the show, but like tying back to the Marcelo thing and now being able to see it play with Philly and stuff, the storyline has developed a lot quicker and it has been a lot easier to navigate and be able to see this season what's kind of kind of happened where the people are going to vote and stuff whereas like in our season like the first you know i felt like three episodes nobody knew what the hell was going on or what they were doing really you know and these people have experience with the game and stuff and it's a little bit easier now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i love that there's a smaller cast this season um and it's just so much easier for the for the viewer, for me, for me specifically, I need for the cast to be smaller because when there's a bunch of people, I'm like, wait, who, what? Because I feel like this game is so fast paced that when it's a larger cast that like the first two or three episodes, I'm like, who is that? So I only had that with just um, Natalie this time. I mean, I know who she is now, but just the first (laughs) episode, just the first episode, I was like, wait, who? She was the only one, so it works for me. Um, CJ had um, a good point up there. Can you pull it? Can you scroll up and pull hers and post it? A self-vote? Is that that one? The debate one, I think. I no, was looking at that. It's above it. Uh, uh, the reason makes sense. Uh, which which one do you which one do you want from CJ? I want you to post every comment. Every single one. <laughs> All of them. It until I find CJ's correct one. That one. Mm-mm. No, but I do love it. I do wish that too, CJ. That's not it, but I really like that one. That's a really good one. Just I don't think I'm gonna do I can't scroll up. I don't know how. Yeah, if we could just get CJ on the podcast, that would that would probably <laughs> clear up a lot of things, a lot of things. It's us not communicating well now. We're gonna have the weird vote. All right. Uh, I'm sorry I can't find it, but uh, if you find it, please read it, um, and then we yeah. can do that. I'll I'll find it. Keep going. All right, I'll I'll keep going through. So we do have that conversation between Josh and Natalie about Luxury Row. We already went over that a little bit. Uh, Brendan then goes to Marcelo and Brent, you know, pretty much asking if they've heard Natalie saying his name, full and well knowing he he, he knows that's the truth. Um, and they're just kind of like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. And then we get the we get the 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 rat weasel sound effect, uh, which we which we've grown to love for Brent. Um, and then he yeah. goes, then he goes to Natalie and does the whole are you saying my name? I know you're saying my name. Just say it. And then Natalie's like, yeah. I definitely said that, uh, which is probably, I, w- I would probably say that's my favorite moment of the entire episode. Uh, and then Brendan just kind of switches it to saying, well, can we do anything else? Can we, are you willing to vote anyone else? Um, and so she says, I'd be willing to vote Billy. And so that lasts for like five seconds because Shireen comes in and then they're like, what if we did Jacob? And they're like, okay, Jacob works. Uh, and then Brendan yeah, just wants to let Natalie know one more time that, you know, I will drag you if you vote for me. All right, yeah, he good. Be in there. That is mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. Also, I want to like. Through, oh. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I like interrupted you. <laughs> I was just gonna comment on uh, Natalie's confidence. Her coming in 
and you know kind of having that and being comfortable you know when she gets from i i mean i love that for good for her Mm-hmm. I was not the biggest Rachel stan like early on, but I really started to like Rachel this episode finally. I'm like, finally, I'm getting what I want out of Rachel. And uh, she freaking goes home. So I'm like, dang it. But was she like call Brendan out for talking to my girl Natalie like that? I was like, period. Rachel was like, uh, calm down. Like, don't do all that. <laughs> because he was being pretty <laughs> like a great Rachel is oh. a queen. I love Rachel. No, I live for her this episode. She cannot be shook. You cannot get under her skin. And I loved her from her interview. Like, she's just so even kill, mellow yellow, mm-hmm. not too high, not too low. She's definitely not going to be scared. She's not going to be intimidated. It breaks my heart she went home tonight. I wanted her to see. I thought, I mean, it just is devastating. We're, we're all pretty uh, distraught that Rachel went home. I know, I, I think we're all unanimously, at least somewhat Rachel fans. None of us are like, oh, Rachel, I'm so glad she's gone. I don't think anyone's really like that because... Yeah. I, I think that is her best quality is that she just has a no BS personality, but also comes off of not like that to people, I think, to the point where they're like, Rachel can be, you know, when's her birthday? When's her birthday? I don't know. Does anyone know Rachel's birthday? It's off the top of your head. When's her birthday? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you yeah. had to guess what her birthday was, what would you guess? She. Rachel Maybe. gives me very Capricorn, to be honest. All right, we have a vote for Capricorn. Roxy, what do you what do you vote? Maybe Libra, but I don't know. Drew, you know enough about this to guess? That's that's more Audrey's court. I rely on her for <laughs> this kind of stuff, I'll be honest. Uh so I'm gonna say Taurus. I don't know. All right. I don't know enough about it either, but we'll, we'll go with Daniel and Roxy's guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's a Libracorn. <laughs> right. Yeah. At the end of this whole conversation, Jacob comes in and they, they do the whole play dumb. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, Jacob goes to Marcelo and pretty much pitches Billy. That's when we have Marcelo, you know, acting stressed, but in the confessional, just like, this is perfect, actually. Yeah, I don't yeah, have I to feel it. bad about doing this. And in, in fact, I can go tell Billy I'm voting for her and it would be fine. And I have a perfect reason to do it. You know, good for Marcelo. Uh, so we're all happy for him. He goes to Billy, says he's going to throw his vote on her, but nobody else is. Don't worry. Literally no one else is going to do it, but I'm going to do it. But nobody else. And Billy's like, okay, that's fine. And then Marcelo reassures her a little bit more. Uh, Billy and Spencer have a talk about Muna. Uh, and Spencer tries to explain his side of things. And then Billy does the whole reassure Spencer that, you know, she's good with him and that she fucks with him. And then, you know, Brent runs in and exclaims, the vote is Jacob, but we can switch it to Brendan. <laughs> well, she, she's loyal, not scared. Okay. That's get right. it straight. That's right. Loyal, not scared. Not I'm not scared. Way. And that's what <laughs> yes. I heard for myself. All right. And so Brent walks in or not walks in. He charges in and says, we can switch it to Brendan. And then Josh comes in and says, I have Brendan. And then Brent is like, fucking Christ, Jesus Christ. I think that's exactly <laughs> the quote uh, because I typed it out like that. I want to see. I think I'm right. He's so entertaining. Though. I mean, and he is bringing the ratings. So there's also that. The ratings. There would be zero views without, without Brent on the <laughs> um, well, no, what you were talking about, um, so for them saying, like, Billy, you're not going to have any other votes, and then she voted for herself, that was the comment that, that I was talking about that CJ made in chat was about, like, voting for yourself can be good strategy, except when you already know you're already going to have a vote on you, and then you vote for yourself, 
found it. <laughs> yeah. A self, vote, a self vote can be smart, but like Billy already knew she was going to give vote to where that's not a safe option anymore. Yeah. CJ's a hundred percent correct about that. Uh, I still don't agree putting a vote on yourself. Like, I just think that's too risky. I don't like that either. What if, what if there's something going on that you have no idea about? Like that is a huge possibility. The, I mean, that's the risk. I mean, just but, sent himself home in season two. Remember? <laughs> Yeah, but like, couldn't you I just like throw, this, like, yeah. put someone else's, like, oh, I don't think Shireen's getting vote. Let me just put it on her. Like, why? Why does it gotta be you? I don't like that. I didn't like that move from Billy like at all. Because I mean, it literally almost backfired. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean that's true. But I'm not a fan of just throwing the votes in general. Like, I'd like to see people play the game. And like, I agree. And be straight up. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I feel like generally when people have at least owned their votes it's worked out for them this season so far maybe not to a, a full degree maybe not maybe not in katie's sense but <laughs> they do it enough for where they can defend themselves and just be like i did what i said i was gonna do and it'd be at least a valid argument as opposed to you know someone being like i just kind of was i kind of just did this like if billy would have gotten called out uh after she was like, you know, I got you. You know what I do. You, I, you know, I'm loyal to you, bro. You know, I'm loyal to you. And then if they would have actually told her to reveal it and she said, I've voted for myself. Um, <laughs> then she would have gotten dragged so quickly. She probably would that. have. Yeah. No. But that Jacob heard all I needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think playing straight up in, in this game works really well because it's so fast paced that it's so much better if you're straight up and honest, because if you are, and then, you know, and people call you out like on your vote and you've done exactly what you've said and, and everything that you do is straight up. Just like when Natalie is like, yeah, I did say that about you. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that speaks volumes in such a short amount of time that it just works so much better in this type of game for you to be like, yep, that's what I said. And that's what I'm doing. I don't know well, that it works. Huh? I'm gonna say, well, especially too, because that's supposedly Billy's game. I'm, I'm, I'm honest. I'm straight up. I'm playing yeah, this, you know, and, Yeah, right. Not. She all, she almost got caught tonight. Mm -hmm. sure. She definitely, yeah. she definitely I, ducked one there. Right. She, I think she like learned her lesson. I don't think she. I hope that she kind of changes the, the pattern. <laughs> right, because it's it's been pretty much an every round thing, if I'm remembering correctly, where it's it's been around where she said she was going to do something and then her vote reflected otherwise. And then mm -hmm. of course, I mean, we talk about her, her resume and being the killer uh, as something that could help her if she does get to the end, which it will. Um, but it's like at a certain point, you can only say so many things and do something different in a game like this, where if you do get to the end, people are going to realize that. And you don't want a bitter jury in that case. And I, I feel like Billy yeah, would I'm saying. She's leaning more towards that, even though people still view her very highly in this game. To you know, Brent felt great about having her, you know, being tethered to her in this round. But at some point, that's gonna change. Uh, oh, but Brent so also said he he was like, I don't think I'm the target, and she's not the target. And I'm like, Brent, you were half right, probably there, but <laughs> no, it's like, well, the girls took a heavy hit this round. I mean. Uh, Rachel is yeah. going home there, you know, at that point or at this point in time, Billy's, you know, go number one. So, I mean, she's, de I, she's, she's definitely going to have to switch something up and adapt to, you know, the situation yeah. that she said. She can't keep playing this middle ground thing anymore. She's going to have to start making 
to moves. Yeah, uh, you can't you can't base your game on how loyal you are when it if you get called out, it pretty much proves that you're not. And it's somewhat I don't know who said it. Oh, it's CJ again. Um, CJ said there isn't time to decompress emotions after a betrayal. Yeah, right there. And it's this game is so fast. I just don't think that's a good idea to claim one thing, do another when, especially the way it works this year where they can pick and choose. Like I want to see your vote. Your It's not stand up. If you voted for this person, it's, I want to see your vote. Like the stakes are high. I just, you can only win, you know, gambling. You're not going to win every time. That's the way it works. So right. don't do that. I would say for the amount of things that Billy has done uh, that are not truthful to her word in this game, she's gotten very lucky so far <laughs> with not very getting lucky. And now everything we're saying is the, uh, it's, it's a big if. And, yeah. and you know, if yeah. and, she, and she's been able to uh, not get exposed. So more than now, everybody in the house sees her as she wants to be perceived, which is, you mm -hmm. know, this straight up honest, loyal person. That's true, yeah. too. Like maybe but, that worked. All that. She's good at like surviving if that makes sense but not necessarily like good at playing like i feel like she can like you throw her into a situation like she'll get out of it but will she like control it probably not you know what i mean but i, I and i feel like we have to look at billy in the same sense that we've been looking at brendan uh maybe just a week later though we're now that we have someone saying her name maybe it opens the floodgates and then you know in the next round we're only selling, seeing billy's name but then again there's not much to build off of it uh other than you know, that Jacob was throwing around her name last round and she threw her vote on Marcella the round before because they don't know what further things she did in this round. And if they knew that, I think it would be very hard for Billy in the round to come. But she's she got lucky, like we said. Um, and before I forget, uh, I do. <laughs> I need to know if I got Brent's quote right. And also, I just want to hear it again. So I'm going to play this part. <laughs> Let him know because he knows his name is already out there. Hey, hey, hey what's, what's the fuck word? What do you have? Who did you hear? I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Jacob. Yes. I am Jacob. Yes. We need to switch, we need to, switch it to Brendan. We need to, can we switch it to Brendan? Or I am Brendan. Fucking Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I no, love no. that. That was so funny. He's like a toddler, but it, but I loved it still. Like it's, he's entertaining. He really he is. is. Very much so. He's very polarizing. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And especially yeah. towards the end of this episode, he was very polarizing. Daniel, oh, you say yeah. sorry. Oh no, um, I I'm definitely on the polarizing side of I like him versus not. But uh, yeah, no, I'm super I, like him. I do like him a lot. I, mm -hmm. I just think it's funny and that he holds people's hands. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is funny and he holds people's hands. Quote of the night from Rob. Those, those are my two thoughts. <laughs> I like him. And he holds people's hands. No, he, how do you think? Okay. So the thing that went down between um, Billy and Brent at the end, how's that going to affect this next round? What's going to happen? I don't know. I, we're not there yet though. I feel like I need to finish. I have like one more note for the okay. end. Let's, and then we will get, oh, okay. we will get, we will get to it. I promise you, Roxy. Believe me. Okay. Yeah. So basically this round ends and it's the only important, it's kind of an important note because it leads right into this important vote where, you know, Shireen assures Brendan that she's going to tell Jacob, you know, she's voting for, for Brendan, but just know she's lying. And then it kind of cuts to the confessional of Shireen saying, I don't give a shit. 
about Brendan. I don't give a shit about anyone. And honestly, <laughs> Natalie and Brendan are just two people. They're just numbers. Uh, they're throwing their votes. And I can't work with someone like that, uh, which I, I just thought that was a really good moment in the head of Shireen because I I, I, I am in a full agreement with wicked smart. Wicked, wicked smart. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching the challenge with Layton, my youngest kid. She just met CT. And so now I'm like, I'm in it's Boston. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the final, final seconds, Billy kind of pleads with people to not throw votes on her. Uh, she said, just please, if you're going to throw your vote, don't throw it on me because I'm definitely going to vote for myself. All right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've got a plan. Okay. And it involves you not voting for me because that's my vote. Do you like that plan? Do you like that plan of not voting for me? Good. All right. Let's that's go. Good to everybody. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drew, why didn't you just use that? <laughs> why did you just tell everyone not to vote for you? Like that would have worked so well. Duh. You didn't look at their eyeballs. That's what happened. <laughs> you know who did look at Billy's eyeballs? Jacob. Jacob. I know him. He was like, I need everybody to look at me. And I said, oh, he's been talking to Billy. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Walker, someone that's always in our chat. Shout out to Jordan Walker. It messaged me and pointed that out specifically so I could say that to you, Roxy, because <laughs> I knew you would enjoy it. I did. I had a, a, a literal LOL when it happened. <laughs> L L O L. Billy's eyes did not shake, and that's why she did not get exposed. Uh, we'll just say that much. She did have the right. there. She had it going on for mm -hmm. sure. All right, so we are finally to the elimination, which took up a huge bulk of the episode. Um, and so Jacob is eliminated. Spencer is tethered to Jacob. They go up there, and they're like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And they're really happy to see each other. At least, you know, I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're happy to see each other they're like we're definitely going to get out of this right and they're like yeah sure no one else no one that's been dragged has won a battle match so we're probably in good hands uh they were so they call up billy first just like we were talking about uh because spencer's like i think billy's playing scared and billy defends herself to a t so well that they do not ask her to reveal her vote which is just yeah, like they were so close they were so close to just getting billy right out of there Would but i like leave a red flag to y'all though i'd be like why do you care so much if you were with me <laughs> like, she seems like she'd be pretty convincing in person oh and another thing too and i that moment when they get called up there okay so we know now too that jacob voted for spencer and he was talking about a couple of people in between and was fine with spencer going home and immediately when he's now tethered to him and he knows that he's gonna have to be competing up there i mean on the spot, Jacob just completely, you know, just understands that, you know, he is now in the same boat with Spencer. And, well, I wouldn't want to be, like he says, like, I wouldn't want to be up here with anybody else. Like, this is the same dude that's two rounds in a row now voted for him. But the mm -hmm. social game knowing that if he comes back into it, he's still going to be able to manipulate more with Spencer. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought that was really, really good on, uh, on Jacob. But he's uh -huh. so adaptable, which is, I mean – probably why he's won twice for in the minis but he just he is almost like chameleon like like he just has the ability to stop barrett he has the ability to just like change right then and i mean that's such a good quality to have when you're playing games like this mm -hmm. it's like you know dan geesling like if you don't like the deck then shuffle it it's like that he's like 
okay, so this isn't working and I'm going to change my plan right here in front of everyone and you're not even going to know it. And I'm like, I'm in awe of some of the things. But, but Roxy, he got voted out this round. Yeah. <laughs> but if everyone in the cast were to uh, say something on this podcast, they would say, but it was more so a Spencer thing. Uh, and then Spencer would be like, well, it was obviously not. Um, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, it was good on Spencer. Like, I'll give credit where credit's due. It's good for Spencer to kind of be like, yeah, you're on the bottom with me. So, like, if we come back, let's work together. Yeah, I do think Spencer had actually a good point um, when they were choosing choosing for um, battle. No, to reveal a vote. Um, it oh, was that boy. last vote, and he was like, he was like, no, let's uh, actually. Was it, wait, did he say it or did Jacob say it? Where he was like, no, we need to learn something from this. So everything happens at once in these episodes, but my notes say that uh, they call out Billy, you know, we, we have that, but Spencer ends up exposing Natalie. She voted for Jacob and then Jacob exposes Rachel. She voted for Jacob. Um, and I think Shireen. it was, when, it had to be when they were wanting to expose Shereen. Let me go to that part and we can, we, we can make sure. Oh, man, I got to go on charger too real quick. All right. Bye Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this part. Expose the fact that she is just skating by in this game. That's that's we can see. We can see. I don't care at this point. We can see. If I had a vote, that's where I would. All right. Okay, so it had to be the stream part. Let me go back a little bit more. I don't think that tells us anything. Do you want to? I want to see Brendan. I think I think we voted for you. I don't think that tells us anything because I was only your two names for the round. Let's learn something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he was like, we're not going to learn anything from exposing Brennan's vote. But they would have. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they would have. But he, Spencer wants to work with him. He doesn't want to expose his vote and show people who he voted for. He's like, yeah, I'm not sure about this person. So let's just, let's look at that person. And I was like, he, he swayed it right there. And I did like that. But... I don't really think it mattered either way. Sorry, I, read, I was trying to read this at the same time. Right. Uh, so essentially what we have here, just kind of chronologically, um, is we have the exposure of Natalie, and then we have the exposure of Rachel, and then Spencer kind of sways it like we just saw. She voted for Rachel, and she says it was more of a message than it was a throne vote. What is she meaning by that? Anyone want to take a stab? I mean, she kind of explains yeah, it. Right there, what, sorry. Uh, Shireen, with regards to her vote, said that it was not more of a throne vote, but it was really her trying to send a message. Uh, and that her, her message was essentially, I followed through on my promise to you when I told you I wasn't going to vote for you. And then Spencer was like, but just also don't vote for Jacob. And she, she didn't do that either. Uh, so... Was this, I mean, obviously she ends up getting picked for the battle match and everything, but was this message, this promise that Shireen kind of made to Spencer, I mean, was that even a good one? Was that a good case to make? I think it was kind of like the only thing that she kind of, she was, I mean, she at that point, I mean, that could have very easily, like what we're talking about with Billy, she, that could have been Billy. Uh, she got called out and mm -hmm. then wanted to try to, um, you know, campaign that, she wasn't playing scared, but when she did that, 
Uh, she was pretty aware until when she started to get going on it, but she was like, actually, no, I was coming for you, Spencer. And it's like, well, that's the guy that has your fate in his hands. Like, you don't want to be saying that you're coming for him where obviously he's going to follow through and get you. So then she tries to then pivot and then say, well, I'm one of the only people that's going to be in this house working with you. Uh, and it, it, she just got, she got, I mean, she just got fucked. I mean, she got, you know, she got exposed and, you know, it like her pitch, you know what? I, I did feel that it was a thrown vote. I, I felt like that she did throw it and was just going, you know, safe and saying she was going to throw it. I, I think she maybe mentioned it like, oh, I'm going to go with Rachel and I know she's not going to mind or something like that. That was essentially yeah. it. Uh, yeah, that's what she said pretty much leading up to the vote itself because her confessionals is one of the few that we actually saw. Uh, and she did basically say, I'm going to vote for Rachel because I don't think she'll care. Who knows if you know, we'll never know yeah. if Rachel will actually care because uh, rest in peace to the both of them, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll see on January 3rd. I'm sorry, Drew. I have to remind you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of saw it more as a throne vote. And, but it was weird because it was just following Shireen saying, I don't like people who throw their votes. But in this case, she was like, I kind of feel like I need to. It was just all kind of jumbled. It didn't end up working in her favor that way. Um, but we got a lot in this little elimination part that we need to go through. So uh, essentially, Jacob picks Rachel to go into the battle match. And we have the probably the shortest conversation we've heard in, so, in terms of someone getting dragged. She was like, okay, cool. Uh, I was kind of hoping I would battle against this guy, but you know, it's whatever. That's indicative of her personality, though. She's like, all right. Yeah, she's ready yeah. for it. She's going to the cowboy up. She was like, beast boat into it. I was really, I, I was kind of hoping, which, you know, I have all these great things to say about Jacob. It, you know, I don't know why he picked Rachel. Damn shame. But anyway, like going into it with uh, kind of uh, Jacob almost being like a, you know, a mediator pretty much between Spencer and his deliberation of who he's going to pick and stuff like that. I was mm -hmm. uh, pretty like I was excited. I, I was, you know, very hopeful because Rachel, boom, she cowboyed up. She's ready to go to war. She's bucking the chin strap. You know what I mean? She's ready to go into it and then just gets quiet, is able to focus. I felt like I didn't really need to see her, but I felt that's what was happening. Jacob is worrying about Billy's emotions. Jacob's worried about what Spencer, who he's going to pick, trying to give him advice. And I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't think because, I mean, it's not much time before they're into the battle match itself, you know, after that vote, bang, bang. So I was kind of hoping he was going to be distracted and not all in and that she would be able to pull this one out. But <laughs> it, it was the closer match than the second one that we had. We'll say that much. It wasn't like much more, but it was still something. She, Rachel at least got enough of an edit to make you think maybe, maybe she'll pull it out. Uh, right. But yeah, it didn't work out completely in her favor, pretty much. Uh, so now we got to follow this chronological order of this whole Spencer deliberation. Uh, so essentially we have Spencer picking Natalie at first and Natalie is just like, what why <laughs> like why me uh and then jacob just kind of whispers you know i don't really like that pick you should probably pick someone else, you should definitely pick someone else. uh and so uh natalie <laughs> natalie's big argument is basically just like the game won't change at all if you pick me and only one of us comes back but if you pick someone else and you come back you know you got me we're both on the bottom why don't you try to pick someone who will actually change the tra trajectory of this game which again mm -hmm. Good on Natalie. She came full force in this episode. Um, 
with Spencer coming back, do you see him and Natalie at all maybe forming something? Just like we get the shit into the stick, you know, the most in this game. Can we do something with this? Maybe. I mean, I don't. It's hard to tell. I think more likely than not, though, if they had that like moment. If nothing else, we will always have the Natalie argument that they're both on the bottom and she got herself out of it. And Jacob helped a little bit, I should say. I'm not going to, I can give Jacob a little bit of credit for saving Natalie in this moment, but Drew. And Drew's yeah, gone no, forever. I, I mean, she played it perfectly. She was, she, I mean, oh. I definitely oh. thought I was very impressed with how she was able to be like, well, I'm on. Why would you do that? Um, and I've been given, you know, Spencer a really hard time tonight, but I did, uh, I did like that he that he backed off that original decision after he, you know, was like, like, well, yeah, no, you're you are right, we are on the bottom. And him coming into the game, you know, he's count. If Jacob gets back in the game, probably has an ally in him. And then the bottom people got to stick together at this point because now that the game is going to dramatically shift because I mean, this is the double elimination. Two people are now home, and that's going to mm -hmm. fracture a lot of different relationships. So being able to get that too and then say, I feel like that, that gives him some leverage. If he comes back in the house, he could be like, well, you know, I could have, but like I didn't want to do that. We should work together. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, yeah, he's got a little bit of you know, he could do it. Then after that, spin spiral. Yeah. He's, he definitely, then he just loses his mind. I don't know what happened to Spencer in that moment. I guess the game got to him, but I mean, he couldn't make up. I mean, he was just a mess. What my thing with the whole like choosing for a battle match with Spencer, when it turned into like Shireen, then it went to Brent kind of for a minute, and then it was kind of like the battle of like who can fight it out between them. And Jessica, or not Jessica, um, Natalie had said, Sorry, they like kind of look alike to me, and like sometimes I'm like, Oh my god, wait, but um, <laughs> Natalie earlier said, Uh, Brent, Brendan, right? And then Brendan like shuts it down really quick. And then it's just Brent and Shireen for like a minute or so. And in my head, I'm like, well, just listen to Natalie and go like with the guy who was just able to like fall back into line and just like disappear. Like I was like, please just go and pick Brendan and get it over with. It was like so frustrating that this was such a drawn out part of the episode. And then for like the ending to not like be what I wanted was just so annoying. But um, just well, how it happened. Anyone can answer this pretty much, but what do you think it came down to? The Spencer just didn't want to have to battle Brendan. He was scared of Brendan, so he thought... Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, what else? Because, I mean, literally, Brendan did the same thing that Shireen did. Uh, I know that, like, they don't know that, obviously, and we have more information, but they literally did the same thing, and Shireen was at least willing to work with them. Uh, more so Jacob, but, I mean, still had, I mean, more of a chance to work with Brendan. I mean, Spencer, than Brendan did, so... Uh, they both threw their vote on Rachel. Uh, they did the same thing. It's just Brendan was obviously better, like, insulated, I guess, in the game and was able to fall back. And that's Spencer's fault that he wasn't able to, like, see that and call that out instead of just going for, like, the weak move, which is doing Shireen, in my opinion. Right. I, I think in Spencer's mind, he knows he has a good chance to come back I in this game. I wholeheartedly agree, 100%. Uh, but he, maybe he also wants to bank on the fact that you know, Spencer, Brendan was really the only person to, you know, be in a room alone with him. And they had this little connection. And Spencer says, final two? And Brendan said, well, that's not really how Sequester works. But uh, sure, whatever. I, I mean, maybe Spencer wants to rely on that with the potential of coming back in the game and not want to break that. But Drew, go ahead. I, I know you want to say something. <laughs> 
And it could be the edit, but like you're not seeing Brendan give Spencer anything. Spencer's just continually feeding Brendan information. Oh, oh, oh and then you post final two. Oh, well, T- Tyler Crispin, yes. Whoever. I'm tethered to Jacob. Brendan doesn't tell. He, he's not tethered to. Sh- I mean, like he's not giving you anything, dude. And like, I, I just it the path of least resistance, especially if you're gonna be the man you know what i'm saying and like that's what clearly spencer wants to be with his clapping bullshit you know what i mean and trying to you know raise his boy i mean like i'm gonna be this that and the third. like i mean i i it just the shireen vote i mean the shireen pick to me i just felt like was we saw she made a a very compelling case letting him know that i will work with you and if that's what he's worried about in the back of his mind like go out and you know take out a big name in brendan because i felt like that he was a bigger threat i mean I just wanted to see him go out there, show up, ready to compete, and then you know, go like it. Just if you be great or be nothing. Like I just, I don't, I just I love that. like despite whatever you know what anybody wants to say about Jay West, Jay West would have gone out there and called out and started. You know what I mean? He's not about to go out there mm-hmm. and be weak sauce. Like going and pick. I mean, it's just I just don't like it. I don't like. It. I'm very disappointed in Spencer. Like I said, I know I'm giving a hard time. He's cool, dude. Blah 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 blah. But I get. Just like that, that move, that move sucked. And it, like, it really, like, what really, really made me upset. Like, so, you know, talking about, like, touching, and she's made, sure, uh, Shereen goes up there and she, like, makes this, like, last ditch effort to, you know, plead with him, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And she goes and she, like, grabs his wrist, trying to be like, hey, look, blah, blah. Spencer, like, looks down at her and gives her, like, do you want to buck? Like, he's threatened or, like, you don't want to do that. Like, he's gonna, like, what exactly are you gonna do, dude? Like, you wanna be the fucking, you wanna be Billy Badass? Come see me. Like, I just don't, I'm not with all that. You know what I mean? It had nothing to do with the game. It didn't have anything to do with strategy. It was just rude. It was off putting. I just wasn't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. <laughs> thank you for thank you for ending that in something night. tells me Drew doesn't want to be thick as these with him. That's just me. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not seeing it either. But in any case, this conversation really turns because Natalie makes a good enough case. Jacob kind of vouches for her in a way. Um, And then Spencer kind of asks, who do you think is on top? Like, if we're on the bottom, who's on the top? And she kind of throws out Brent as a name. And Brent's just like, I didn't want to be involved in this at all. She throws out Billy and Shireen, but she doesn't pronounce Shireen's name right. And Shireen's like, that's not how you say it. And (laughs) and so this this whole conversation is going nowhere, but it does spark the rest of the argument, uh, which inevitably leads to a a Shireen picking, which Jacob still doesn't agree with. Um, But a lot of what we can talk about uh, is Billy's reaction to this, you know, her getting involved with Brent, their little back and forth for the entire time, Brent being like, well, just tell us who you voted for. Who'd you vote for? And she's like, I don't have to say that. How about who'd you vote for? He's like, I don't have to say that. He got her on that and one. He was like, yeah, no, she's like, I don't have to tell you or whatever. <laughs> like, it would definitely put, yeah, if she, if he was able to get her to say that, or like if, if Brent was like, okay, well, you tell me who you voted for and I'll tell you, I'll tell everyone who I voted for something like that. Like, and, and she, I, that could have, yeah. I mean, and that's clearly why she was getting so upset too. You know what I mean? Outside of the fact of, you know, her lines is being dissolving essentially, you know, before her eyes with, uh, you know, Rachel Shereen going up, uh, you know, on the block. But uh, if she would have had that exposed, she would have had nothing to stand on. So that's why she was getting so, you know, amped up. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. another argument that was kind of thrown into all this was, you know, Natalie's, you know, saying about Brenda, you know, if Katie comes back, you know, there'll be, They'll be working together. And then it's just weird making like, that Brenda, argument. What are you talking about, bro? Like, what are you right. 
Like, I don't remember them being, you know, yeah. thick as thieves if we're going to throw back to that again. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like you're also arguing that to someone who would definitely work with Katie, probably more so than Brendan would work with Katie. So it's, I just thought that was an interesting, like, argument that she wanted to make. Maybe that was just like a, in the heat of the moment, just like, I'll throw something out there to see if it sticks. But uh, I, don't, I thought that was interesting. That's what that was. Watching too, uh, quick, you know, you know, cut to the, the jury house, whatever. I love loved uh Buna's fit and the thing i mean it was very hunger games esque with her like i don't know like she <laughs> yeah. had a, she had a, she had the fit for sure going into this one right she was ready speaking of muna i'm pretty sure she also was like audibly screaming when natalie called out brent for the first time in that entire uh argument because you could hear someone yelling off in the distance and then there was like a quick clip of the the jury and i'm pretty sure it was muna who was flipping out kind of like in the first episode uh when josh ended up picking jay west <laughs> which i thought was great um so i i this leads into a whole brent and billy debacle um that i feel like i just need to play as opposed to talking about it because because me, me transcribing it is not going to help anyone uh <laughs> with it so here we go uh let me let me find billy brent let's, let, let's just hear a little bit of it ask me right brent i was trying to work with your ass you'll watch the and you you'll still see. no you'll see i was trying to work with your ass brother you'll see one thing i do bro one thing I do, bro, I don't lie to nobody's face. Cause. Okay. Well, All right. Come with it then. All right. All you right. see these tears? Do you good. These tears, bro. Do you good. They're not happy tears. Cuz reverse it. Please reverse it. Please. I'm sorry. There's this is moment. how I am, bro. I right there. It's so weak. Look, we all want to be here. We all want this just as bad as the person next to each other. We all just have different money. ways of expressing it. I don't care it. about the money. Yes, yeah, I don't care about money. playing the game and socializing. Others do it. I need more Brent and Billy. I'm by, sorry. I'm gonna I don't get know, to skating it. Skating by and skating by. Yes, yeah, skating it was by. It a little before. Yeah. You know, being yeah. on the bottom the entire game, skating by. Everyone in no. a fight. Billy, stop kissing their ass. Hey, I don't kiss Jesus. Ass, bro. That's not who I am, bro. I'm sorry. You were kissing. You've been kissing ass the entire bro. time. Right, I'm you tired of your shit. You will see, bro. You will see. You're now scared. You're scared, bro. You're scared. You're right. I'm scared. You're scared. You're Be right. Because I'm fighting I'm to stay for alive. A reason. That's exactly I'm what I'm for a doing, reason. honey. Hey. Yeah. I'm playing for a reason, yeah. bro. Girl, bye. I'm playing for my reason. Boy, bye. Girl, bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Billy, stop kissing their ass. I loved Brent. This, I mean, Brent like has a point. Like she literally does that. People, she's a people pleaser, and Brent just like isn't. So, um, I loved this whole thing. And when she, when Billy was like, I stood just no one's face and lie, and I'm like, well, that's a lie right there. <laughs> so, I mean, well, it's I like was nice Brent. <laughs> well, that. Yeah. So that was a lie. Yeah, that, yeah, everyone, yeah, Angus in the chat, that uh, I, I don't lie, the killer, are you sure about that? Uh, perfect, <laughs> perfect way to sum up Billy's game. It's a nice paradox of I'll just say I, I lie and that be, let itself be a lie. So um, that is the game of Billy CEO. We'll see how long it lasts. But um, that was really the tail end of all of this. And Jacob, meanwhile, is still just like trying to switch around uh, Spencer's you know, trying to drag Shireen into this battle match. And the whole time she's like, I don't think this is a good move. You could, there's a chance you could come back. Just listen to her. I don't know. Switch it up, like switch it to Brendan. Like he, was, he just kept trying to change it, but eventually it got to a point where I think Spencer's brain just broke. Uh, Cause he, I mean, it took so, yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I want to know how long this actually took, like how long this actually took Spencer to figure out who he wanted to drag. Like I, in comparison to the edited time it took, 
to the actual amount of time. That's just something I need for my sanity because I feel like it was a long ass time before <laughs> Spitzer actually made his decision. Um, but with that, Spencer pretty much picks Shireen and doesn't sway on that, even though it looked like for a second, maybe, maybe, just maybe he'll switch it at the last second, like week one, but nothing. So we have Jacob versus Rachel and then Spencer versus Shireen. Um, yeah. And then from then on out, we have Jacob and Spencer coming out victorious in a game of lucky numbers, which is essentially just tubs of sand. And with little yeah. beads that were numbered zero through six, and you have to get four beads on the table at least, and whoever has the highest cumulative score comes out victorious. Um, more so, I mean, what do you think? Luck or skill with, with lucky numbers? Uh, this was so luck. And I'm sorry. I love Audrey, and I think this season's been great, and like the production is so good. But this is just not a competition that plays out well on like TV. I was like so confused. Like You can't really follow it, and they're not really telling you what they're getting. And then right at the end, they're just like, I have seven, I have four. I'm like, okay, that was just not super like enticing to watch. So, um, but I think it was like definitely luck. <laughs> and on top of that, it's like luck. So, yeah. See, I, I, mean, I, I, I did like it. I thought, oh. No, you uh, go I ahead. Say, I did like it. I thought that it would, it, the, the number game was where <laughs> it was sensible in, in the sense that, you know, like, uh, when Rachel came back and she said she got like a five or a six, I was like, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like we are in this, you know, and then the cliffhanger at the end, you know, she did, you know, get to add up uh, to it. But like one thing that I will say about uh, sequester, like, um, you know, I personally, I love, love competition. I, I, the battle match to me, like going into it was like the thing that I wanted to do the most. Like I just, I, I love going out there and this, you know, go home with your shield or on it type, you know, thing that you get to stay and you're able to stay in the game. But it, you know, because they are gender neutral and I mean, it's not like the challenge, like they're going to throw out a stick, you know what I'm saying? And not get to like just manhandle somebody or something like that. Like that's not going to happen. But like one thing that people were like, I, I want to see more of, Josh did it in the, in the first uh, elimination with Jay West, right? There's also a mental aspect to all of these things. Like I don't care and, you know, go, Confident wise, like I, I'll take the stick or I'll run, I'll get the things. It, it can be checkers, tic tac toe, you know what I'm saying? Connect four, it doesn't matter. If you go into a battle match with me, I'm, I'm gonna get inside your head, I'm gonna scream at you if, if that's what you need to do. I'll start, you know, like when I get when I got that six, you know what I'm saying? Like, I even if you didn't get a six, if I got a two, I'd be like, oh, six, five, four, you know what I mean? I go up to him, I start screaming, I'm trying to make him drop things. Like, there's an added thing to it. Like, I, I was really, I, I was really impressed with Josh. like Jay West, and it could be the edit, but it looked like it appeared that Jay West had a hot start and he was putting his, you know, puzzle back together. And, you know, Jay West being Jay West, you know what I mean? Like, it, he just, you know, wasn't, you know, in the best headspace. And Josh was like, What's your favorite sandwich? That Jay West shook. He's like, Put sandwich or it's, it's pussy this. And, you know, like, on, and Jay West just got so in, in, involved more in Josh trying to challenge him and, you know, Jay West trying to put him in his place that Josh was able to still think. And the, Mm-hmm. Put this thing together faster, and I think that was ultimately Jay West's mind. And the, you know, it, the mind game I feel like is it plays more of an impact than necessarily like the luck or you know what what you get into whether it's physical or, or you know not like like memory thing. Like when she like when somebody pulls over like a blank card, I'd be like, oh, you done fucked up now. You know what I'm saying? Like you're mm-hmm. already done. You're so like I, I I would like to see more of that than this hush mouth. Everybody silent. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It, it, like I, I feel like that's something that a lot of the players are missing out on. 
Mm-hmm. That would have gotten under my skin too, because I'm super competitive to the point that my husband won't even play a game with me. Because <laughs> one time I threw a deck of cards at him, but whatever. It was just the one time. But we don't know if it would have happened again because he won't play anything with me now. But um, <laughs> you also love to talk about your favorite <laughs> sandwiches, so that would have been you would have been done for. Yeah, I just. I would have like that would have worked on me. I don't know that it works on everybody, but it definitely would have worked on me. I would have been like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna lose," and I would just get. I would get flustered. I would have like started mouthing back, like, "Bitch, oh, I would mouth back for sure." I would have <laughs> mouthed back, and then not been on my game, and that's the point of it. Yeah, I, I probably would have the memory card that you like a stand at his ass, like, yeah, me. I agree with Daniel though, in the terms of like, I, I, I thought the competition was fine. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like the, let's say our numbers one at a time at the end of it. Cause <laughs> it, like it worked the first time. Like it was more dramatic. Just like, I got 13, I got 11. But like the second time they both said it at the same time. And I couldn't right. tell at first like, <laughs> who, who got what. And I was just like, uh, I see why TV shows have them redo shit sometimes because that was like rough. Um, but that was the only thing I was just like, oh, okay. That they're just doing that. Um, but I mean, that's a weird thing for me to complain about. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's my TED talk. Thank you. I would, I would um, like to see like sequester bot say the, the final results. Like I remember like when Mary Payton and I uh, went to our battle match, like it came out and then it was like that little suspense, like Mary Payton, and, like the first name was said first and like we're both sitting there. I'm like, oh shit, I have no idea how this is going to go, you know, blah, blah. And you know you get more of that like emotion like kind of build up, and then it's like you got the or you basically you lost or something like that. And you get to be like yes versus like yeah, it was a little anticlimactic with them both being like twelve three or something like that versus yeah. them being like I have no idea how this is gonna shake out. Like wow, what number did so and so get or something? But maybe and Rob. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're talking Rob a little bit Queen. about. They're talking a little bit about foreshadowing in uh, the chat right now. And CJ is kind of saying, I don't want Sequester to make them give Big Brother level coaching in the confessionals. But some of the things that they say during the battle matches, you know, are clear tales about the end result. I agree yeah. with that because I feel like, you know, giving Big Brother as an example is a horrible example because Big Brother does it to a very generic T in a way that I'm going to explain it like you're five years old type of way. Um, and so I, I I would never want a show to do anything like that. But I feel like for the first for the most part, I don't like I'm still guessing even with what they're saying, you know, in the confessionals, watching them actively talk about the competition. I'm still like, I can't really tell if you won or not, but just listening to them talk about each aspect of it. And I think that's really good. Uh, and it's also their genuine thoughts, which I think every show should have in a confessional because none of the shows do. Uh, so, I mean, that, it's also very refreshing to watch it that way. But um, with that, we have reached the end of Wait, the battle. Wait, are you not gonna? Oh, okay. oh yeah, I was transitioning. With we, we reached the end of the battle match, but that's not all for the episode, uh, because it's time to get a nice little preview of our jury battle back competition, uh, which is essentially 500 balloons uh, in the garage of the house, and inside one of the balloons is the ticket back into the game, and in another balloon we have. Uh, an LOS ticket, which that person can give to the player of their choice. So we see the beginning of it, and I'll pull it up as kind of like a B-roll as I'm talking about it. But um, essentially, 
there's no clear strategy to this. You're seeing it. <laughs> there's, not, there's not really, they talk about their strategy. You know, I'm going to stop it or I can just, you know, crush it with my hands. But the tickets are so small and that's really the only like big aspect that you have to be careful about in this competition. But the big thing about this is at the very end, right before the credit sequence, uh, we get this glimpse of Jay West holding out a ticket. Uh, and then we finally get a nice little to be continued next episode. Nice Bevis New Wave font uh, on January 3rd. 2021 we get a nice little break on this little cliffhanger that we have so what do we think did jay west just get his ticket back in or did he find the los ticket but maybe he thought it was the ticket back in which I situation think do you think is going on <laughs> oh wait what? I, I, I hope i hope it's jay west i hope he gets back in i'm uh you know i'm obviously a little disappointed that he didn't you know go uh I, First food sucks for anybody. I feel like that any time that, you know, you go into the, uh, a game, you know what I mean? You don't want to be the first person to go home. And I know how much Jay West loves Quester. And, um, yeah, I know, I know it's just, I, I, I hope he gets back in. Um, I love the, the tidbit there where you're like, or did he get yellow West and think it was that? I mean, funny story, like behind the scenes, like in our season, Jay West, one time before we came out and it's like battle match, like this is show like how dramatic uh, Jay West is he was sleeping and then like rolled over when we were like sitting waiting to come out and when he did he just started screaming I broke my hand I broke my hand and I mean he was fine uh he didn't break his hand he just rolled over in his sleep but I mean this is the same kid too. like he had an outfit on well, sorry I went a little bit on Jay West but you know, he uh he had this one outfit on right and then before he was going out and he had his los meltdown he like then flipped the script dressed in all black and, and then put on these knee pads and stuff like that i mean the kid's a gamer I, I i just i love his passion i i hope he gets back in but i also hope that you know rachel or shereen gets back in too i i, I don't want to I, I just i hate that you know my girls went on the deck it was a, a tough fish tough fish for sure yeah, I, I, I think I think Rachel and Shireen probably went into that, you know, battle back thinking, you know what, in the future, there's going to be some guy with us on his draft team. And we just we got to do this for him. He's out there somewhere uh, in the future. And he's he's relying. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Okay. I'm rooting for Shireen. I mean. Come on. She's just so, for me, the person that I've, like, rooted for consistently since the beginning. And uh, I just think she's so easy to, like, root for and follow. And I don't know. I've always loved her. So I'm definitely rooting for her. And then, I honestly, like, the thing is, is, like, I love this pre-jurian. There's, like, no one I'm, like, ooh, I don't want to see. Like, like I said, I wasn't super high on Rachel until, like, the very end. But then I'm, like, wait, if she, like, won, like, I wouldn't be too mad. I kind of like her now. So... Um, I'd say I'd, like probably want her to win the least out of everyone else, but that's just because I love everyone else. So um, I'm super excited that someone is coming back. Yeah, it's it's really hard to not root for anybody in the jury right now that is going into this uh, mm-hmm. because like they could all potentially do something big if they were to make it back. And so obviously, I think Moon is going to be the big one that uh, if not 
you know us or at least rooting a little bit for it like the fandom itself will be like if muna doesn't win this i will die uh so i mean I, there's gonna be a lot of pull for muna uh obviously i want to see jay west back in the game just like drew because he's he has that entertainment factor and he just loves this game so much and he shows that passion with everything that he does in the game and so being able to see him continue to play would i would love it um but yeah it's such a toss-up to choose someone out of this group because it is could such you, a good group could you potentially have gotten both tickets like it, it was that in the rules because um, i think that would have been hilarious if somebody got both of the tickets i'd be like i'm going back into the game and i'm going to give the los to me and have an los right yeah yeah, yeah. I, well, that, I think, would be big. that would be a big move I wonder if they're going to know. I mean, they will know. Whoever goes back in will know that there's like a new LOS going into the game. So that's kind of like information that they could use. I feel like. Um, Not necessarily, right? I mean, no, they, they know that there's like an LOS ticket, right? Oh, the person going in. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I don't know whether or they not. They wouldn't know about Luxury Row yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't know about Luxury Row yet necessarily. Uh, but. I'm trying to think. I guess they would still continue the game after, even if the winner ticket was found first, they would probably just continue the game until the LOS ticket was found. So I guess theoretically, if you found the winner ticket, you would con continue to compete until the other LOS ticket was found. And I don't know if they would just... I mean, I don't think that happened. I just think it would be funny. I mean, it would be. Because, I mean, technically, you could use it on yourself at that point, right? <laughs> Yeah, if Billy can vote for herself, I can give myself an LOS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the rule. All right, we're reaching the end of the the podcast. Uh, is there anything big that I missed that we need to go back over, or do you think we have it pretty much covered? Um, go Shireen. Go Shireen. Drew, <laughs> anything big? Anything big that we need to talk about before we head out? No, I got it off my chest. I, I think I uh, I got what I wanted yeah. to say. I'm glad we got your luck, everybody. Uh, have a blast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, with that, I think we can go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, so thank you, everyone who actually joined us for the full feature-length podcast yet Wait. again. What? I'm so sorry. In the chat, it says um, that if they find the winner ticket first, that the game stops. So if the LOS wasn't found before, that's what they're saying. Okay, uh, now I need to play it. I have placed 500 balloons in the garage of the house. Inside one balloon is an LOS that can be willed to any player in the game. Inside another balloon is the ticket back end. They will have to pop as many balloons as they can before someone else finds the ticket. However, they will have to be very careful because the LOS and the ticket are printed on tiny pieces of paper hidden inside the balloons, and the pressure from the pop could cause the paper to fly away from them. The battle ends when one person finds the ticket to return. Okay, so oh. yeah, the battle ends when the one person finds the ticket to return. Okay, good answer. Uh <laughs> Thank you for, I don't, who said that? I don't, it scrolled up far enough now that I can't see it, but thank you for whoever <laughs> said that in chat. Yeah. Uh, it's it was David. Thank you, David. Um, but yeah, but with that, I guess we can go ahead and continue. I'll continue my ending speech, my yeah, ending spiel. Right. 
so thank you guys for watching. Thank you for everyone who joined us live. If you didn't join us live, obviously, if you want have anything to comment, please just hop in that comment section. Or if you want to find any of us on Twitter, I'm at Spicy Barrett. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. Daniel is at Daniel Icon Brown. You can find all those links in the description below. If you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you don't like looking at our faces, um, you can go find that link also in the description below. Um, other than that, we'll be back uh, to cover the very next episode on January 3rd with a guest also from season three i think correct um mm -hmm. yeah cameron mm -hmm. okay cameron, oh you're just gonna say i was gonna have oh. drew guess who Ooh. won <laughs> that's gonna be oh uh, i'm so sorry be a, a good one. thank you all so much by the way for having me on i really appreciate it i had a blast tonight mm -hmm. of course no, drew. wishing everybody a happy holidays everybody be safe and uh we'll see you in the new year where can they find you drew what's the at Oh, uh, at the past tense of draw is uh, the Instagram, and it's kind of, you know, fucked up on Twitter. But I'm not a huge social media giant, but, you know, whatever. whatever. Tune into oh. our reality. Like and subscribe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> did the Wait, I, say, Drew, I am obsessed with your um, username. I think it's so clever. And mm -hmm. I have another friend, Drew, and I'm like, like, you're so dumb for not thinking of that first. <laughs> so, I, like, I always tell him that. <laughs> it's a good one. Thank you. Thank you, Icon. I'm glad you appreciate it. Icon, the truth. Uh, so with that, we'll be back on January 3rd with Cam Olsen to discuss the next episode of Sequester Season 4. But until then, everyone have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate around this time. Uh, and we will see you when we see you. Thank you, everyone. Bye.